It's code red, code red, code red. We're going to talk some Commanders and Titans coming up next. Woo! What is good? What's cracking, everybody? Welcome to the show. It is Thursday night, October 6th, and we are live previewing Commanders vs. Titans on Sunday at FedEx Field. That was Phil on the intro. I'm your boy, Steve, and we got Dev in the house tonight. Hey, tonight we have a special guest lined up for y'all. His name, the one of the best Titans podcasters out there. Let's welcome him to the show Mr. Titan. What's up, brother? Thanks for joining. No, I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, yeah. What's up? Ready to ready to do this, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So um, first and foremost, I just want to thank everyone for, for tuning in. And um, we have a couple of people in the chat already. Jimmy, Yam, thank you for joining. What up? Finally good. You can join us, Jimmy. I know you missed the last couple ones. And uh, Yam in Japan, thanks for top, popping in. Um, 8.45 our time. Okay. Yeah. Glad you could join us. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> he says boo. I mean, welcome. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so Mr. Titan, you know, like we have everyone on this show, first and foremost, um, we want to say thanks for joining. And what we like to do, regardless of where you come from, whether you're a Washington fan or a Titans fan, uh, we just want to know how you became a fan of your team. So give us the rundown, brother. How did you become a Titans fan? Uh, it's, it's pretty simple, man. Started watching football basically around 99. And um, my dad was a big Dolphins fan. But, you know, I I, knew, I grew up with Dan Marino. I liked Dan Marino, but kind of wanted to do my own thing. And, you know, started watching Steve McNair, Eddie George. And then the rest is history, man. Just uh, followed them ever since. And the funny part about that is that after the Super Bowl run, they had a couple times where they were consistently playing good. But after that, they were terrible. They were, I was like, man, I, maybe I picked the wrong team, but I stuck with them. Even even the two and four, 14 uh, seasons and stuff, I uh, still stuck with them. So, Yeah, they, they have some good history. Um, I still remember the – was it the Frank Wycheck backwards pass, side pass, whatever you want to call it? Uh, yeah, the, the, the supposedly the lateral, yeah. Former Redskin tight end, by the way, Frank Wycheck. Yeah, man, I know. Uh, yeah, lots of respect for the Titans over the years. I mean, clearly, you know, der derived from from Houston, the old Oilers. But uh, Steve McNair is one of my favorite quarterbacks to play uh, of all time. Love, love Steve McNair. So, Eddie George, they had a lot of good players roll, roll through Tennessee, man. Yeah, I mean, you had um, you also had um, I had him on the show not too long ago too. Is uh, Brian Arakpo? Brian Arakpo played for you guys too. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I was gonna wait till later. But let's talk about Brian Arakpo real quick, man. Give us the rundown. And for those who are watching, you can find the link to uh, Mr. Titan's YouTube channel down in the description of this video on YouTube. So please go like and subscribe to his channel. But, yeah, I, I saw you had a Brian Arakpo video on your channel. So give us a quick rundown, man. What was it like talking to him? And 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 did he talk to, about, talk to you about his time in Washington? He talked a little bit about Washington. Actually, I met him in person before doing the interview and stuff because um, he has – he lives obviously in Austin. I live in Dallas, 
which is what's up what's up Bryce yeah t- uh, which is which is um you know like about two and a half hours three hours from from Dallas and um he opened up a wellness center so I wanted to check uh check it out and um just talk to him shoot the shit and real real nice guy real low-key like I said love this time obviously in Texas love this time in Washington um uh, but um overall you you would expect such a, a big player like that like he has such a deep voice such a he looks like a monster and he's just he's super down to earth and and yeah. willing to give his time so uh, and if i'm not I mistaken i believe he owns a cupcake business if i'm not mistaken he does. Yeah, that's, okay yep yeah. yeah. spot so. was uh in austin was the the cupcake guys with yep. michael griffin he's a ut guy uh, that's right texas yep exactly yeah. so those ut guys stay, stick together and um, I had both of them on the, on the show, uh, you know, different times. But um, he had that cupcake business, and then he went on to do the wellness center. And now talking to him, he was going to do um, things like the pro gaming with Jamal Charles and stuff. You guys remember him from the Chiefs? And stuff. Oh yeah. So those those UT guys, man, they stick they stick together. So um, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, okay. Awesome. Well, let's let's talk some football now. So we got your fan story, a little bit of background on your channel. Uh, just give us a quick rundown, like in your in your words, who are the 2022 Titans? What's their identity? What are they striving for? What what are they trying to be? Uh, we don't know yet, man. This team is still um, they don't have their identity fully. Obviously, we like we're a run first um, type of team, but at the same time, man, this this team has. Has from the beginning, the first half played really, really good football. Looks like a top ten football team, and then it comes to right after halftime, they go into that second half, and it looks like it looks like a high school football team. They don't know what they're doing. It's it's the weirdest thing. And I would say this for the Commanders. I mean, if you guys play really, really good football, the second half of um, you know after halftime, then you guys might have. You guys have a chance because the Titans apparently don't show up. The points that we put up in the first half is the only points we score in the first half. Other than that, we haven't. We've been out outscored sixty three to seven after the second half. We are the That's opposite terrible. of that. We're the opposite. Oh, really? like, This is like the dichotomy bowl. Yes, <laughs> it is. I was going to bring that up. You guys, it's I think sixty four to seven for you guys in your second half, yep. and for us, it's fifty. 58 to 7 is the inverse for us in so, the first half. So, yeah, it, this could be, a, I think it's, it, it might be a very balanced game. If your first half is the way our first half is, second half is, yeah, it, it, who knows, man? It's, it's scary. And, and, and that's the thing with these, these two teams, man. You, you never know, you know, what can come up. I mean, on, on the stats say that, you know, the Titans are supposed to beat the, the commanders, but, you know, that never happens. You know, in football, I mean, it's every any given Sunday, right? Like any team that shows up, anyone can win uh, in this league. And uh, the Titans have a, a tendency of of losing. I mean, winning the games they're supposed to lose and losing to the games they're supposed to win. So it's it's kind of like it's a toss up still. So yeah, fair. So uh, here here's my question for you, because um, and I'll be honest with you, at the beginning of the playoffs last year, I came on this podcast and said the Titans are going to win the Super Bowl. You sure um, did. I, I went down. Okay, so Bold. my son's a trader. He skipped out 
when the team changed name and he went and became a Titans fan because, like me, we both love the city of Nashville. Oh. And he liked Nashville so much he decided Ooh. to adopt their team. So one thing I have noticed this season is that the Titans have some difficulty stopping the run and running the ball. Two things they did really well last year. What seems to be the difference between the two? What, what What's caused this to go from the strengths of the team to now being a liability? Uh, I would have to say it's offseason moves. And the surprising thing about that is that last game against the Colts, it was the total opposite. Like you said, we actually ran the ball really good. Derrick Henry had his first 100-yard game. And we actually stopped Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he he only I think had like forty, I think like forty two um, ru- rushing yards, and they had like thirteen carries, which is good for a Jonathan um, for for him. But at the same time, I believe it's the offensive line. Um, we lost a lot of key pieces. Um, there wasn't too much in the off season. Any pickups? Um, offensive line was struggling, still struggling, and I, I think that's the biggest. Uh, the biggest point. And then for the run defense, we lost we lost Harold Landry right before the season started, a big blow to our defense. Um, and, and injuries. We've been plagued by injuries last year. We're the most <laughs> injured team on the NFL. I mean, we made it work, but still, um, it's still like carrying on to this season as well as just the, injur- the injuries and stuff like that. And you're right, on the, on the run defense, um, our, our run defense is the greatest. Yeah, we played really good in um, the other game, last game, but it, it's questionable still. I mean, you have to be consistent for me to be like, yeah, our run defense is good. So, right. Yeah, and I was going to say because you know, I, I, I and I got stats pulled up here for me to refer to, but I was looking over team stats before. And, you know, there it's not like their teams are just absolutely gashing. I mean, they are averaging almost 120 yards a game, but it's under 120 yards. Mm-hmm. But teams are averaging almost five yards carry, yep. which is what kind of surprised me. Even though, but they've only got ninety-eight rushes on the season, um, and I know some of that's probably you know playing teams like Buffalo will uh, will do mm-hmm. that. But um, you know, I was kind of looking 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 through it all, and I was like, you know, you would expect Derrick Henry to be more than just trending to be over a thousand yards. I mean, you know, you would expect him to be averaging. 80, 90, 100 yards a game. And right now he's at about, you know, 76. Is is he at 100% yet or does he still seem like he's um I, I think he, I, I I think he's he's good. It's Derrick Henry takes a little bit longer to to get going. Uh he starts heating up towards like November. I mean, it's not the greatest. He does have was last start. year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, last year he was just going off. Uh but for for the most part um Eric Henry-wise, I, I think he was. I don't think he was healthy um, last year's playoff game. I don't think he, he wasn't himself no. at all. And you could tell just the, the him just breaking through the line of scrimmage. He, did, he just didn't have that pop. He didn't have that. So uh, I, I think I think he's all right. I think, um, again, it also he's been in the league for that long. Everyone knows, right, when you play the Titans, you got to stop Derrick Henry. I yeah. mean, there's no one else on the offense that scares anyone. So I think, you know, teams have, you know, found a way to tackle them. They, they know what to do. They, they know not to tack, try to tackle them high because they're going to get stiff arm. 
And I, I think that's, for the most part, I think that was the reason. Because everyone's like, oh, man, he's been getting hit more behind the line of scrimmage. Has to do with offensive line. Has to do with them tackling, too. They know how to tackle him now. They're going for his legs. They're not trying to go, you know, high. It's funny. I feel like the, the Titans offense from the last three years is the way what we know as the former Redskins offense used to be. Hard, smash mouth. We're going to beat you on the ground. You know it's coming and you can't stop it. That's how the Washington offense used to be over the years. And as the league evolved, you know, the team has evolved, but you don't see too many teams like this in the league. I, I think it's kind of cool. It's kind of refreshing to to see a team that still pounds the rock because you just don't see it anymore. Not against us. It ain't. It's not against uh, well, us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, everybody throws the ball because they can't run it against us. Yeah. So I guess my next question is how, uh, how long should we expect to see Ryan Tannehill in this game? Before Malik Willis comes in, I don't want to see that. <laughs> um, I say we we'll give him a year. I, I say, I mean, I, I'm excited to see Malik, but um, I think Malik needs to be like a sponge, absorb everything, and just because it, it for for some reason the Tennessee Titans have a tendency of uh, like throwing our, our quarterbacks, you know, when they're not ready, not yet. I think to let Ryan Tan- Tannehill play. Let, let's see how he does again. Ryan Tannehill, to me, still hasn't proven anything to me. Uh, playoff stats, it just – I mean, he's hes good to get you, you know, nine or ten wins in a season. But, I mean, it all changes when you get in the playoffs. And his playoff uh, statistics right now aren't the, the prettiest. So, once he proves that, then then I, I'm good to go. But I would just say get, give, him a, give him a year. Give him a yeah. year. Let's. You got some injury that for the injury report that came out today. Here's just I'll just flash on the screen. Uh, we have, you know, for the for the those listening in the audio crowd, I'll just read this list and and see if Alec can can give us a rundown. Tory Carter, fullback limited. Amani Hooker, safety limited. Ugo Amadi, safety, full practice. And then I'm not even going to pronounce this guy's last name. Adenal, last name, defensive end. DNP. Okay. Uh, Traylon Burks didn't play wide receiver. Uh, big 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 boy. Uh, Zach Cunningham, outside linebacker, didn't yeah. play. Bud Dupree, defensive end, didn't play. Joseph Jones, outside linebacker, didn't play. So of these injuries, particularly of the guys that didn't play, I mean, what what is what does this mean? I've been hearing some rumors that Traylon Burks might not play at all this weekend. Yeah, he's. I don't think he's going to play. Yeah, he got uh, injured. He had turf toe um, last game against the Colts, and he he was carted out. Um, don't I don't think so, especially since we have a bye week next week. So I, I, I don't, yeah, he's not going to be playing. Uh, Tony Carter being limited. He played uh, last week's game. Armani Hooker would be a really big, uh, especially being our, our secondaries kind of thin. Armani Hooker would be a, a really big loss. Um, also, Zach Cunningham, I mean, being an inside linebacker. Uh, Bud Dupree was out the whole Colts game uh, with a hip injury. I don't, I don't, I'm assuming he's not going to be playing. But out of all those, I, I would say the Armani Hooker and – uh, Zach Cunningham for defense-wise. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy says, "What happened to Steve's boy?" I don't know. Maybe I grew up overnight. I'm not. I'm not sure what you mean, J- uh, Jimmy. You might have to. You haven't been on her so long, so I I don't know. Uh, Yam said, "Wait, Phil's son doesn't care about the Oilers Titans name change." My son was born in 05. He does uh, not know the Oilers. Oh so. no, yeah, he he's been in the, the Vince Young era, Chris Johnson style. Nice. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't switch. My son was born was, the Friday before the Monday Night Miracle when we beat Dallas. 
I he was, was he was in until the name changed, and he just like I I, I can't do it. And I'm like, hey, well, tell, your son, I, tell your son to subscribe to my channel. <laughs> he got. It. I, I was actually at that game versus the uh, when they, we were the Redskins. Uh, whenever uh, Chris Johnson made that shake move on Bakari Rambo and was gone uh, like a million yards, I was actually at that game, the Pat White dude. special in overtime. Pat White, that's right. Yeah. Preseason game. I, I mean, and I've seen the Titans play because I went down to the Miami game last year, right after New Year's, and I watched okay. that. And that's that's actually why I came back and I said Titans are winning the Super Bowl. That's nice. one of the nicest uh, stadium experience, though. I'm going to give you. Yeah, I'll give you all that. I'll give you that. That you know, it's a hell of a stadium experience. That's 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 different. I mean, I, I like the stadium. I just think it's very bland. It is it's, it's old fashioned in comparison yeah. to other stadiums, but it's, yeah. I think that's the the hokiness of it all. I think that's what yeah. makes it is the alluring thing. It's, it's I, a very college we, atmosphere. When you went, did you see like the stage where they have like the Grand Ole Opry people perform? Was did they have any performers when you went? Are you talking to me or Phil? Yeah, you, Mister Tiger. Oh me? Um, no, they didn't. I went to the Monday Night Buffalo game. Oh, huh. I did the home opener. And then for this year, I went. I was at the home opener against the Giants. I mean, they had three six mafia. So I mean, there you go. I don't know. You had to three six. Yeah, exactly. So they cool. sang chicken head. No, nah, they didn't. They uh, they have so we, so we have our own like um, who run it. That that's the song they were singing. That's kind of our theme song okay, now. Okay. They're kind of changing it. So it was cool. Yeah. What is the what is the Titans mascot? It's a raccoon. A raccoon. What? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the state animal, so yeah. A state oh. animal is a trash panda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, right. so they're gonna be the Tennessee trash pandas. <laughs> TTP. Awesome. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but we've we've gone through identity rebrand, and we're yeah. now at the point where we're trying to figure out who our mascot is, and it's it's narrowed down between a dog, you know, like, know. and a. Uh, what is it? A historical figure, or is that the two that we're down to now? I believe. All I'm saying is, or a hog. I'm sorry, a hog or a dog. All That's I'm saying is, you to. can't beat the raccoons. The raccoons would. Raccoons is better than the commanders, bro. Yeah, how do you guys feel about that? What, the raccoons name? is better than the commanders. That's how I feel about it. That's an <laughs> obvious answer there. Yeah, no, nah, I mean it's what, our name. Can we call y'all raccoons for short? Or is it too early? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna fly, Dev. No. Not down there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, know. I don't really care about the commanders. I mean, I was indifferent to the name. You know, Phil will tell you. I, I think a lot of people want a Red Wolves. Phil doesn't. Phil doesn't think that's the case. I would have joined my son if that had happened. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it, the name is what it is. Everyone has their different opinions. I, I, I don't care what the name is. I, they're the commander, so I'm Tennessee I'm a trash fan. pandas is awesome. Trash pandas. <laughs> Marcus, welcome to the show. Marcus Edlin says, what's up? Welcome, Mr. Titan. Uh, go check Marcus out on Facebook. His uh, group is Sports Group View 2. Go give him a check out. Uh, so let's let's move on to this next thing. So who should we be watching on the offensive side of the ball and then the defensive side of the ball? And then we'll go ahead and give you maybe some, some counter match matchups uh, to those as well. I think the most important thing, I think it's the defense. The defense has been, I mean, playing a lot better than the offense, uh, turning um, turnovers and stuff. I would say Danico Archery. Uh, we had a couple sacks against uh, Matt Ryan, and I think, I think Carson Wentz. You guys lead the 
the NFL with the most sacks, right? But nine nine came against the Eagles, so it's a little yeah, yeah. a little skewed. It's a little skewed because it's early in the season, and yeah, because otherwise, it's I think it's like two or three. And, you know, they give up a game, which is still more than you I want. Mean, but I mean, you gave up nine sacks. I mean, you shouldn't in the game, but, right? Yeah, but yeah, so. I think Danico Autry is, is someone to, to look forward and uh, to keep an eye on. Big Jeff, obviously, is, is another um, up-and-coming defensive lineman that's really, really good. But that our front, is, is it's a solid. Yeah. Yeah, we have some history with a, a great Tennessee defensive front player and old Mr. Albert Hainsworth, who came uh, from Tennessee over to, to Washington. Uh, I talked to him a couple times too. He's interesting. Did you really? I'm t- oh, I gotta go check. I, him out I'm tell him if you talk to him. I'm Team Gainsworth. I'm I'm not Team Shanahan, bro. I, I was I'm too, Team Gainsworth, man. man. I get it. I I get it, bro. A four three DT defensive tackle and a three four and man, he has right. so much so much potential. You pay a dude a hundred million dollars, man. You let him do with a hundred million dollars shit. You don't make <laughs> Wait, was he was he was it in Washington where he he left in like the middle of the game, right? Was it? Was it him? There I don't was think a, he left, but he laid down. He laid down, and after a play, <laughs> he laid down right? and didn't yeah. get up till like, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> He so laid much. down, just watched Michael Vick dance around for yeah. about an hour. Yeah, you have a question for you from, uh, like you said, it was Bryce up tight in the checkup. So, hey, put your question in the chat, man. We'll we'll, we'll get it out to him. Uh, Marcus says Simmons is an underrated player. And Aaron says the Titans struggle against the run, and that's kind of been our strong suit lately. Is is the run, believe it yeah. or not, which is kind of crazy. I haven't used it. Well, that, and that's the thing with the with the teams. The only team that actually, you know, continued the run, and I mean, was the Giants. And I mean, look what happened with, with Berkeley. So, um, like I said, I don't think the Bills they didn't need a run. They were throwing it everywhere. They didn't. They could do whatever they wanted with the Titans. But I think. For you guys, like offensive wise, like I think keep stick to the run, and eventually the holes will, will start showing. I think so, and uh, they're both right. Simmons is an underrated player, and Titans struggle against the run. Yeah, I will note that uh, I'm, and you're probably not familiar with this because this is more of a local local story to the team. But our um, rookie running back will be making it was, should be making his debut. Um, he got yeah. shot during the preseason. Yep, he's coming back. Okay, yeah. So y- y'all are aware. Yeah. Um, the kid's no joke though, as a running back. So I mean, he's a real, he's a power back mm-hmm. as well, which gives our offense something different that it does not have. And okay. uh, we're interested to see what they do with it. Maybe, if our maybe Henry versus Big Henry. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. you know. We're interested to see what our offensive coordinator, our intrepid idiot, uh, will do with uh, with this guy. If, if if his lack of commitment to the run game is because he's all in on on Brian Robinson, we'll see. Yeah, you know, if a bullet can't stop him or three bullets can't stop him, what's a defensive tackle going to do? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, that's nothing. That's facts, right there, man. Small, right, small potatoes. Right. Yeah, but I'll turn it over to Dev or Phil. I mean, is there any particular matchups? I know we're kind of talking about it, but anything you want to pick out that you think that, you know, we need to be looking out for as far as matchups from our side of the ball going on to their side of the ball? I think obviously the one that everyone's scared of is Derrick Henry and the play action off of Derrick Henry. Yeah, I think uh, that is uh, once you get him lathered up, so to say, it's hard to, you know, to not play. Uh, too high safety. You have to go single high safety on those guys most of the game. 
it's a lot of pressure on somebody like McCain. You know, uh, and there's also a lot of pressure for guys like Holcomb and uh, Jamin to carry tight ends and slot receivers over the middle through coverage. So we have to get past uh, – we have to – I know that Washington is trying to play this defense where they uh, they hit the running back on the way to sack the quarterback. That's what they would like to believe. But it seems like the most effective way to beat Tennessee is maybe hit get to the quarterback on the way to, you know, being disciplined in your run gaps, gaps and fits. Yeah. Hopefully that that's what we do. Stop the run in, in short. Uh, yep. Easier said than done, though. I agree with him on that one. I mean, it's it's proven time to time with the Titans, especially Tannehill. He struggles mostly when they shut down the run because then doesn't open up the play action, and he's kind of you have to have Tannehill beat you over the over you know with his hands, and usually it doesn't work out like that. And again, we don't have a crazy amount of star talent receivers where it kind of scare scares defenses. I mean, we have Robert well, Woods. Here's I mean, your I, question. I like yeah. Mr. Titan. So, what, what do you think about Robert Woods? I like Robert Woods. I mean, they just need to get him more involved. Offensive coordinator. Um, uh, they, they just need to get the wide receivers, you know, more involved early. I, I don't mind the guy. I think, I mean, coming off an ACL injury, it's pretty uh, you know, detrimental, but I mean, he's done, very good for, so far. I mean, with our, our wide, wide receiver core being so thin right now, um, we have um, uh, Kyle Phillips, who was is a rookie fifth-rounder coming in, um, coming back from injury, you know, Traylon Burks getting hurt. So it's, it's just going to – a lot of mix of, you know, wide receivers right now. So we'll see what happens. All right. How, how do you feel um, – <clears throat> excuse me. About about this, uh, Marcus said, I think Tennessee got them a potential stud quarterback in Malik Willis. I'm surprised they don't have any offensive packages for him. And I know he's played some spot things here. And I did watch him in the preseason because I'm a huge fan of Malik Willis. You guys think you got him in the third? I want yeah, to draft him. Not mistaken. And Dev, Dev wanted to bring him here, you know, out of Liberty. So, what, what do you, what's your take on Malik? How do you how do you feel about him? Um, there's times where I'm like, man, like I don't want him to go out. I'd rather not risk, you know, him getting hurt. But then again, if the offense is struggling, like like we talked about before, and you don't put any points in the second half, why not have him come out and, and do like a wildcat, you know, a third and one, just just to change it up, just to get the the the, the defense kind of on their toes. I don't see a problem with that. And um, at first, it, like I said, I was stuck with, no, let's just keep him on the sideline. He doesn't need to go out there and risk it, but as the season's gone on, I think, you know, mixing them up in different packages, I don't think it would hurt anyone. I think it would be kind of cool. So, right. That's what the Ravens did with Lamar and they had Flacco. They just yeah. brought him in maybe four or five times a game. They yeah. lined him up at wide receiver. He did nothing or they ran a wildcat. He didn't really have to throw the ball. And he, they, you just start planting just that seed. Just, yep. Just changing the defense. And then guess what? That's another thing the defense has to look at. Yeah. You know, but, Hey, I'm no offensive coordinator, so apparently they don't work. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. So let me let me ask you this because I've I've heard word out of uh, Titans Twitter, which is an interesting place to be. Um, almost as interesting as ours, actually. A lot of complaints that uh, they're just not. Now I know he's hurt now, but the utilization of Traylon Burks and a relative lack of it. 
yeah. seems to be kind of kind of a, a main point of concern amongst your fa- your fan base. Is is that the case? Are they not getting him involved, or is it just the game situation doesn't lend uh, him the opportunity? So it's a little bit of of everything. Uh, let me let me explain. Traylon Burks has unfortunately big f- shoes to fill. Okay, AJ Brown leaves. He gets traded. Now, guess what? Traylon Burks gets picked up. He's the number one pick, right? Now everyone's looking at, like, okay, how are you going to mirror A.J. Brown? That's everyone talks about. A.J. Brown, how is he going to do his rookie year? Is he going to be exactly like um, A.J. Brown? Is he going to do better than A.J. Brown? Is he going to do less? And it's always going to be talked about. And I talked about this on my show. I said, man, it, it sucks because, you know, instead of letting the, him be his own player and let him get into his own shoes, let him he, – he has something – now he has something to prove against – you know, Titan fans. Um, has he been involved lately? Yes and no. A lot of people, a lot of people, I don't know about your fan base, but a lot of people in our fan base, man, that the guy plays one year and they're already saying he's a bust. Like, you can't, that's. Hey, I, that sounds familiar. That sounds like Jamie Davis right there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's so, what we do. Yeah. I, I think that, that a lot of people like to, you know, point the finger at someone already automatically. Some people take longer to develop. Again, every position is different. Every player is different. Um, I think he needs to get more involved. I think they weren't. I think they were trying to let him get his feet wet. Um, I said just to keep giving him the ball. It's the only way he's going to learn. But the problem is that he came in, you know, with a big shadow over A.J. Brown. And everyone, like I said, everyone's trying to compare him to A.J. Brown. And obviously, he, he is not an A.J. Brown. And um, – See, but I've heard, I've heard a complaint is that they don't try to give him the ball enough. That's that, that's a, that's what I'm saying. Like I, offensive coordinator wise, like just, I, I haven't. I've actually heard the. It's interesting that you say that because I haven't I hadn't seen that. The complaints I'd seen is, hey, this guy's just as good as anyone. Give him the ball, you know. And, and and that it seemed like that was their complaint. Not that he's not AJ Brown. It's like we think he could be AJ Brown. You're not getting him the but, ball. Yeah, the offensive coordinator, like I said, the offensive coordinator, (laughs) again, every every game is the same thing. Everyone wants his head, which I understand. It starts with the offensive coordinator. It starts with – but, again, the the player's got to make the play as well. But if you're not giving him the ball and you're giving other other receivers that barely were on the team or, you know, or it's a wide four, like – and you're getting them the ball and not Traylon Burks, it's different. Like The same thing like last year. Last year it was third down and three, and they have Julio Jones and AJ Brown on the sideline. Like, why would you do that? Like, even if the ball's not going to them, I mean, it's a decoy. It's Julio Jones. They're gonna pay attention to him. Right. And it, it's those. Those are the things that you know get everyone frustrated. And I understand that completely. And so, yep. Uh, Marcus says my nephew's a Titans fan, and he said that he wished the Titans would use. Traylon Burks like Debo Samuel. Do you see those tendencies in, in him? I mean, maybe. I haven't seen him yet. I mean, he could be. <laughs> That's the thing, you know. I, I, right. I maybe he could be. I mean, Debo is a special, special human being. Like, yeah, it's cool the way they use him and stuff like that. And, and it depends on the person. I think AJ Brown could have been like that too, as well, like the the frame and stuff. But I mean, if they don't, if they don't try it out, 
how are we going to know? That's right. Uh, Aaron says third downs are going to be key. Get off the field. Can't let them wear us down. So offense, we need to show up. So Wentz can actually play quarterback and not be a punching bag. And I don't know if you're tracking this, but you know, Wentz has been getting beat up the last, I'd say two and a half games, two and a half games. He's taken a, a pounding we're down. We were down three starting offensive linemen. I don't know what it is today, to be honest with you. Maybe four. I don't know if it's three, two. Okay, we're up to two. So your matchup that you talked about, about your defensive front, is lining up to be a good matchup against our three. Okay, our three injured uh, players right now. And our starting right tackle, Sam Cosme, looks like he's going to be out as well. We're already down a center. I think we're down two centers now. We're, we're down, No, one of the centers is back. Larson is back. Um, I thought he just got cleared to practice, not to play. He got cleared off a pup. Um, so he, he he supposedly, but he's apparently been practicing. So okay. Um, but then again, same thing with Brian Robinson and Chase Young. Chase Young's been cleared. Um, cleared to practice, should, should say. But uh, the here's my question. So the Titans pass rush this year. I know it's been kind of it's been spotty. Mm-hmm. What are teams doing to mitigate? this pass rush, you know, that has just been fearsome. Now I know Bud Dupree was injured last game. He's looking like he's going to be injured this game as well. Yeah. Um, and that that's besides Simmons, that's your guy. Yeah. That's going to apply to pressure. What are, te- is it just the injuries or are teams exploiting some kind of tendency that you've seen? It might be, a, you know what? It might be a tendency. It might be a little bit of, of the injuries as well. Like I said, Harold Landry was a big, a big missing piece that you know we lost, um, but Dupree um, also. But um, it's it seems like just in general, man. It, it just it seems like we just can't stay healthy. We can't stay healthy at all. Well, it's it sucks, but I mean that's the game, you know. Because yeah, I've been we see I've been calling for us to you know move the pocket more with our quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, help out the offensive line. I know everybody th- says that Carson Wentz is a statue, but. If you've seen it, when they do move the pocket, he can get outside, you know, and, he, and he's mobile enough to do the rollouts, do the naked bootlegs, things like that. And I didn't know, I didn't know if the, if the Titans' pass rush was maybe susceptible to things like that, or if they're just misreading RPOs or whatever the case may be. That's what I was trying to get get an idea yeah. of how this defense can match up against things we should be doing. Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, if anything, I'd be attacking probably our secondary again we have a couple rookies out there that we're, we're putting in robert roger mccreary is uh, a, a rookie but i mean he's playing really really good ball but at the same time i think that's where we're really really thin and like i said injury wise from the, like the safety positions and stuff like that in our corners yep. uh elijah molded i don't think he's gonna be playing so i mean we're very very thin so most of the guys we're bringing in i know one of our defensive linemen that we're bringing in like he literally we just signed him like two days ago and he's gonna be playing defense like yeah it's 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 wild it's wild man uh one question from the comments and i have a i'm gonna flash something on the screen here he says mr titan does henry look like the henry of old is he slower or anything any differences um he actually got a lot thinner i actually know um i know his (laughs) I know his brother-in-law. He lives over here in Dallas, and we'll, we'll go and, and we'll hang out and stuff. So I, I usually get a little bit more intel on on Derrick Henry. He says he slimmed down and stuff like that. But as of of 
Slower? No, he he's still the same. It's just people are learning how to tackle him right now. They know how they know where to get him. They know how to stop him. So like I said every, everything. Once everything's out of the bag, people. I mean, will 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 do what they do. Man. So, and you alluded to it earlier, but I'm going to show it now. You said the Titans are severely injured, as are we. But if you, this is a compiled list of all NFL, it's all injuries per team. And that number you see in the parentheses there, that's mm-hmm. the total number of injured players. And I will tell you, there's about four teams with 24 players, but the Titans are right there at number two with 23 total injured players. Browns have 24, Lions have 24, uh, Dolphins have, have 24, Giants. Giants have 23 and, and okay, Titans have 23, but the list is pretty huge. I mean, it's it's an extensive list. Yeah. And this yeah, is man. just this week, and then they count all the people that are injured for the rest of the year or put on the IR and stuff like that. So this is a significant list. Yeah. You, you hit it's it on bad. the head. Yeah, yeah man. Right it's bad. And it it it, stat, it happened from last year. Last year, like I said, we were the most injured team uh in the NFL. And again, there's no excuses. You you got You still got to play. Players got to play. You got to bring in. You got to do what you got to do. But it sucks. Yep. I don't know we'll if tell- it's like conditioning or something. I don't, I don't know what that. I mean, I understand some. I mean, concussions. No one can you know yeah. prevent that. But some of those like soft hands, tissues, those soft tissues, yeah. hammies. It's like yeah. I'm like. I will tell you, bro. Like in 2019, mm-hmm. we held the record. Jay Groom was our coach. Maybe it was 18 for the most players on the injury reserve that year. Actually, for like three years in a row. But within, I want to say in 18 or 19, we won training staff of the year. <laughs> so it's like we win training staff of the year, but we're leading the NFL and players on the IR. It's make because it make sense. of the sheer amount of volume of work they had to do. They were just busy. <laughs> I just thought, Wait, who had a buttocks injury in there? Yeah. Pull that back up. Uh, oh, we had a buttocks injury? Oh, hold on. Buttocks up. injury? Oh, fact, uh, I just I question the fact that you saw that. That's what I question. It just looked it <laughs> caught me. I was like, what? Oh, Brian Robinson. Yeah, he got shot in the buttocks, bro. I thought I got he... shot in the leg. He got, yeah, shot, he shot, yes. he got shot three times, man. In the buttocks. They said like it was a million dollar wound, but I don't think they got any. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, 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 I thought I thought they were grazed wounds on the thigh. I didn't didn't hear I about them. Oh, he got that, shot directly through the kneecap, bro, and it didn't hit nothing. Marcus said, uh, Phil is right. Our coaches should use bootlegs. Samuel and Dotson didn't practice this week. It's up to Diamond Brown and Cam Sims to step up. Yeah, we're going to be down Jahan Dotson. He's our number two wide receiver rookie out of Penn Samuel State. Samuel will play. Samuel is um, sick. I mean, yeah, Samuel is sick today. If Robinson goes to Tennessee and acts a fool and outplays uh, Derrick Henry, they're going to treat that dude like Tupac in Washington, man. <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you that's going to happen. He's going to be Tupac, man. He's going to be a rock star if that happens. We'll see. I he was already run, getting run. that treat. He was already about to get that treatment. Before All right, Mr. Titan, let's go to this one. So, Tennessee wins if 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 they score any points in the second half. They play exactly how they do the first quarter. How they do the first half. They do the second. They do if they're if they play balanced football. And it sounds really simple and it sounds kind of dumb, but if you watch the Titans, like I said, the first half, they play really good, both sides of the ball, even special teams, really good. And the second half, they come out and they look like a, they do a, a 180, and you don't know what team this is. So I, I think that's that's the case. That's fair. All right, Phil, what do you got? Washington wins if. 
Washington wins if they can commit to a run game. And we saw it against Dallas. We were gashing them, and then we would just go away from it. Commit to a run game. Run your pass, and then the passing game has to build off the run game. We were so – our game plans were so separate between the passing game and the run game uh, against Philly and Dallas that we were telegraphing every play before it happened. You knew if Wentz is under center, it's a run play. If Wentz is in shotgun, it's a pass play. And it was uh, – the numbers were so staggeringly separate that you're like, this This has to be a misprint. And it wasn't. So Washington has to commit to a run game because right now Titans are struggling with stopping a run. And if their secondary is thin, that's when a healthy dose of a run game can open up the play-action pass. And we got the receivers who could do it. Yeah, Jahan's out, but we still have Curtis. We still have Terry. We still have, you know, De'Ami Brown, Cam Sims, guys who have, you know, well, De'Ami Brown hasn't proven anything, but he's a burner. Cam Sims can get open deep. So let's build off of that. Build off, everything has to build off the run game. Build off the run. Okay. Dev, Washington wins if, bro. What you got? I'm going to say I'm gonna say the opposite of uh, Mr. Titan. We have to play. We have to keep the second half intensity in the first half. Uh, that's what we need to do, and we we do we do that by uh, doing what Phil said: run the elfin ball as much as you can on early downs. Run the ball to set up short down the distance on third down. It's simple football; it's fundamentals. Uh, as, keep running as, even when you can't run. Run some mo. As uh, just two, two, he says on the blind side: run the dang ball. Yeah, <laughs> calling him from the sidelines. That was a terrible rendition of that, by the way. It was. I don't have the voices of Miss Tui. You know the deal, though. You know the deal. Uh, for me, I, I kind of play off what Phil and, and Dev said, but uh, I think you just got to protect Carson Wentz, keep him upright. He's If he's upright and he has time, he's he's good, but he's been getting obliterated these last three games. And if if we can do that, I I think we can win. I mean, it, right now the, the odds at Vegas opened up at – Minus 1.5 for Tennessee. So it's a it's a home game in Washington. So they're giving Tennessee one and a half points uh, spread. So East Vegas think it's going to be Pickle. close. And, and Vegas kind of knows what they're doing. Uh, I mean, you get three points for being at home anyway. So it, I think they're going to think – I think they think it's going to be a close game. Um, Marcus says Tennessee wins, force wins into mistakes and control the clock with Henry. And for Washington – the same gameplay. Scott Turner needs to be <laughs> calling better plays. Yeah, don't get Phil started, man. You're gonna give him an aneurysm. Aneurysm. Week one's game plan. Yeah, week one. So week one, uh, Alex, we had Curtis Samuel in the backfield. We had we had Curtis Samuel playing Debo. It was very effective against Jacksonville, um, mm-hmm. and we haven't seen it since. It's like you did game one, and all of a sudden it's like. Which thank wow. you, by the way. <laughs> yeah what do you guys think about jacksonville have you played them yet no not yet we haven't played them yet i mean they look they look decent i mean they've been putting yeah. up points it's, it's a different um but we'll see i mean jacksonville sometimes they start off hot and then by the end of the, yeah. when the first like jacksonville years. going jacksonville is what he's saying yeah. jacksonville is going to jacksonville so we'll see fair jags uh, be jagging Thank you for joining Mr. 
Mr. Attitude Era says Washington wins if we make adjustments. That's true. It's it, we haven't been very good. By the way, Mr. Attitude Era, big fan of the Attitude Era right here. Is that a is that the WWE thing? I'm more NWO. Oh. Nine, 97 to 01, baby. Okay, there you go. A little wrestling right. nogs for you. Aaron says, uh, protect Wentz, run the ball, get off the field, third downs. Washington wins if Titans not win. Oh, yeah, I guess, you know, in theory, if we score more points than Tennessee, is that what you're saying, Aaron? We'll win if we score more points. <laughs> I think that's what you're trying to say. Uh, so Water is this, wet. In other news. Water is wet. That's right. Let's talk predictions for everyone in the video still. Uh, you made it this far. Thank you. Drop your predictions in the chat. We talked about this a second ago. The spread right now opening up is minus 1.5 for Tennessee. So, Mr. Titan, I'll, I'll start with you. This game is going to be at FedEx Field. Give you some background. Especially teams on the East Coast and in the NFC East tend to show up big in this stadium. There's You could make an argument that sometimes our home games – are kind of like away games. It's 50, hey, man, 50 I feel 60, the same 40. Thing for you, man. I feel the same thing. Don't Okay. Just want you to understand is that it's always people from shittier cities going to better cities where you, there's more to do. All right. That's why people will go to Tennessee. I went to a Tennessee game and I'm not even a fan. Now, granted, it was my son's you know, Christmas present, but I love Nashville. I've been there three times in the past year and a half. Nashville's fun. Um, nice little spot. It's a great, great city, great city. People are going to travel if there's a place to go. Why do you think yeah, Buffalo right. fans and Pittsburgh fans travel so well? Because there's shitty yeah, places to live. That, that's a good Philly that's fans a good are everywhere. Why? Because they need any excuse to get out of Philly. So <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with it's gonna be a close game. I think it's gonna be 24 to like maybe 21. Let's go with that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in Tennessee this weekend celebrating my. My girl's birthday and Tennessee's jumping. Don't get Tennessee. Hey, me and Phil have fun on the night in Tennessee, man. Don't let him fool you, man. Nashville's <laughs> straight. They got Oktoberfest. I love Nashville. Marcus yeah, Oktoberfest happening. City. We're going to the we're going to the Van Gogh Museum. They got a uh uh like a Delta Nine slash hemp weed uh eatery mm-hmm. thing down there. We're going to. Hey, Tennessee's popping. Downtown is popping. It's going to be yeah, about forty five dollars apart, but yeah, probably uh, nice. Hey, give me a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my charger because this thing is gonna die yeah, on you. Fair enough. Hey, what's the name? They got they got fucking coyote uglies. They got Kid Rock bar down there. For it's real. Right. It's 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 the real deal. Yeah, Tennessee's already right. got Silverados. Back in the day, when you go to Silverados, you could get shot there if you didn't have the right game going. So. <laughs> but, but now, man, this is hey Tennessee's dope, man. Don't get it. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. Nashville's a good city. Bro. I love Nashville, man. You can't. You, 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 you if you said the roads hey, are crap. I'm in. The roads are crap. By the way, whoever the governor yeah. is there, or the the whatever state representative, whoever who handles the roads, crap. No, I mean you can say what I'll you want to say about the old turtle man. You know, you can say what you want to say about our guy, but. He's terrible everywhere else, but he makes some damn good streets. Get yeah. This is the streets, homie. So while we're waiting for no Mr. Titan to come back, we'll flash a couple of these comments. So Marcus says 20, 24 to 21. Tennessee, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I don't trust our coaches. That's a fair assessment. I, I can't I can't knock that. Can't knock it at all. Mm. I'm a, I'm a 
I'm gonna go the opposite of that. I didn't do my prediction yet. I guess I'm going to go, go the opposite. Uh, 24 us, 21 Tennessee. I think that this is the game where our run defense stands up like it has been the last few games, and um, I think we get a couple of turnovers that, that, that dictate the game. I think we're in charge of the we control the turnover ratio this game. Ooh. So I think this is this is why we win. I think Wentz and Tannehill are basically the same guy, except Wentz has a little more arm talent. Um, I don't I don't think they're that much different. Yeah, and I Aaron think we agrees more, with you. I think we have more talent on the field in this game, particularly. A lot of it's due to Tennessee being hurt. They have the superior talent in Henry, but I think our collection of more talent is better on paper, at least. Yeah, and and they have a lot of injuries. Like Mr. Titan right. was saying, their right. wide receiver core is depleted. Their defense, their offensive line didn't have Taylor Lewan. Like that, that's that's a hard one to to overcome. You're starting left Pro Bowl tackle. That's hard to. Right. It's hard to bounce back from. So so we'll see, man. Uh, if our line holds up, I think it's I think it's our game. It just got to be smart. You can't get yeah. happy with just passing on these guys. Yep. All right, welcome back. We got you online. Can you hear us? And that's what I think of Mr. Titan, by the way. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> the Forrest Gump reference. So while you were gone, we had a couple predictions. We said Mar- Marcus said uh, 24-21 Tennessee. Uh, you don't trust our coaches, and that's that's rightfully so. Uh, Dev had said 24-21 Washington. He thinks that we we might win the turnover battle and, and we'll control the game. Be uh, – the Tennessee Trash Pandas, bro. That's trash pandas. <laughs> Aaron says, uh, 27 20 commanders. We take advantage of their weaknesses and injuries. Uh, just to confirm, you said 24 21 Tennessee, right? Yeah. Okay, Phil, what you got? Oh, 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 oh. This is such a tough this, this has been a tough one because I feel like both teams are in the same predicament, right? <laughs> like both are falling short of expectations. Really? And you think so? Yes. What's the game you think on paper before the season started that we should have won that we didn't? Detroit. <laughs> That's the only one though. I you... thought we had a shot in Dallas and Philly. I'm I'm still not particularly impressed by Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought we had a chance, but I figured we probably would. I thought we'd be two and two at this point. I, I thought we'd like be two and two or three and one. I did not see us being one and three. But anyway, I mean, there's a big difference between those two at the, at the beginning of the season. Um, and I didn't think we would look as piss poor as we have on offense. Now, it's going to be a mid-scoring game. It's uh, What's the over-under? Uh, the over-under right now for this game is 43, which is kind of low. I'll take the over. Um but not by much. Uh, 23-21. Good guys. Washington. 23-21 Washington. Okay. Yes. I guess that means... Means... hits three field goals. <laughs> Gee, All right. going to let him try three field goals? <laughs> you don't think so? He's only attempted one all year. Eh, well, we took one true. away because we, we got the first down. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going... 24-23 Tennessee. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a shootout. I just, I just, this team, this team needs to show me something. I saw a little bit of it in week one, and we're one and three. They're two and two. I, I, I mean, lost to New York, lost to Buffalo. 
beat Vegas, beat Indianapolis teams. They should have, should have won. And I don't know. I just, I just want to see more from this team and I, I, it's hard for me to go otherwise. So I'm gonna go 24, 23, Tennessee. We got a couple questions in there. So that leaves overall. We had th- of the people who left comments and us, we had three pick Tennessee and three pick the commander. So pretty even spread, not, not as biased as I thought it would be. Uh, Chris says, do we still stand by this coaching staff? No, I'm, I'm good with it. I, I I've said this before. I think I, the, I, I think that uh, Ron. I think Ron is cool. I, I think Ron is in a situation where he was brought in to change the culture and win. And I think the change the culture is the most important part of his job for him right now. Now I think he has to start doing the second half of his job, which is winning. Uh, but I, I think the first half of his job was to change the culture. You got to give him it's a year three, bro. Plus on that. I that get it. Shit. I get it. I get it. I get I'm it. Good. But but I think that that has bought him enough. Uh, I think that's bought him enough, like, uh, money in the bank. I think he has a little – I think he's playing with house money at this point because he did such a well job with the culture change that he's going to get some slack. He's going to get his five-year contract in, man. He might not make a six or an extension, but I think he's going to get his five. Right. If Jay Gruden got his five, I think he's going to get his five, man. <laughs> So, Mr. Titan, how how do you feel about Vrabel? Um, I mean, so he has he has moments. Okay, so he's a very players love to play for him. I understand that. There's sometimes where he makes um, some stubborn decisions, or he's just stubborn at all. Uh, there was I think it was like two years ago. We had his name was, but. Uh, I think it was Car- Cairo. It was a kicker. It was against the Bills, and he missed some field goals. He missed extra points, and Rabel just kept on for like the. I remember it was for the win too. It was like a forty-one yarder, missed it completely, lost the game. Instead of going for it on fourth and one, he ended up trying to kick the field goal, and uh, I feel like his plays like that um, kind of shows how stubborn he is. I mean, don't get me wrong, he does. Uh, he's been our best coach we've had. I mean, you can compare it to Jeff Fisher. I mean, Jeff Fisher takes the team to the Super Bowl. I mean, Coach but... 50 is what I call him. <laughs> Marcus yeah. said, Ron Rivera is Jeff Fisher 2.0. I used to joke that <laughs> Jeff Fisher should have been fired so many times oh in my his God. career. He's right. the only dude I know that could go eight and eight for like 10 straight years and keep his job. When you have other right. coaches that come in and have a better record and they get fired after two. Yeah. I don't know I don't what know. Jeff Fisher, I don't know what he yeah, did or, or somebody, man. Straight up. And the funny thing is about Jeff Fisher, when he was on the Rams, backstory, you might not know this, in 2012 coming into the draft, that was an Andrew Luck RG3 draft. The Browns offered the Rams the num- for the number two pick a shit ton of capital. I'm talking a ton of stuff. And then the Redskins come out with our package of, of two ones, two no- future number ones, swap ones this year, and I, I forget what the rest of the package was. And Jeff Fisher accepts our deal and rejects Cleveland's deal because him and Mike Shanahan were boys. So we have some weird history with Jeff Fisher, but you you kind of said it. it he took you to the Super Bowl, but he was mediocre after that, right? Yeah, you can't. So like, Close 50-50. You, and then they had a, they had a couple of good seasons after that, but yeah, they they had again. They no, had, they had 50-50 every year basically. 
I mean, there was one year. The 14, 15 win yeah. seasons in there, yeah. too. And we went, I mean, we got bounced out the first round against the, uh, the Ravens. But, I mean, hey, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm not really too big on, hey, we, we had a really good season, and then we get bounced out the first round. I, I feel like that's, that's a bust. Like last year as well, everyone's like, well, we're, you know, we won the AFC South. Well, doesn't matter if you get bounced out the first round. Don't yeah, uh, they were the number one seed last year, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, we. Sh- I mean, we had the clear road, and I was man, I was at that game. Oh, that game. It's rough. Yeah. How many uh, Titans games have you been to? Being that you're that you're down in Texas. Uh, well, last year I went to like at least six or seven. I, I, I was in Nashville a lot last year. That's last awesome. year I, I was like I, I I say like I have a. The home opener, I usually do like uh, I do my event. It's called the Mr. Titan event. I usually do in Nashville, in downtown, and it's almost like a pregame. It's a nice little just get everyone together, and then so I went to that game. Went to the Buffalo game. Uh, I went to Houston. I usually try to do a Houston. I've been most most of the time now. I'm I'm really like appreciating going on the road games. I, I like the road games are, are a lot of fun. I, I have a group of friends who are going to Washington. I couldn't cause I had to, had to work, but um, it seemed like it, the road games are fun. Like I'm going to Lambo this year. I mean, yeah, I won't, we probably won't win, but Hey, it's Thursday night. It's Lambo. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Packers are struggling though. You got a right, chance. Don't have a lot of firepower. Our boy, Fred Brown says that's a hell of a fan wall Titans, dude. Basically, you went to every home game. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, but Fred said, Still gonna whoop that ass though. <laughs> That's Fred for you. Appreciate it though. Uh, Marcus said, uh, "Steve McNair, rest in peace, was a beast." I have one more question for you. So, you're you're a Titans fan from the Northeast, living in Dallas. Yeah. With that perspective, it's kind of a a, a strange perspective. It's lots of uh, geographical separation from your team, where you were born and where you live now. Mm-hmm. What do people think of this team? Unbiased opinion, extra set of eyes. How do people view us just like today? Um, so let me explain. I live in like 20 minutes away from, you know, AT&T Stadium. Yeah. And you, you got Dallas fans. I mean, you got my brother-in-law. They're all, all my all my wife's family. They're all Dallas, diehard Dallas fans. But, you know, to be honest with you, they, they respect us a little bit more than they did when I first got here. Let me tell you, because it, it, at first, a lot of people just, you know, like would say like, oh, Titan fans, this would, this would be the normal. Like, oh, you're a Titans fan? Oh, you know, how many Titans fans are there? Like, that's, you're like the first one. Now there's actually a little bit more that even when I say that I'm a Titans fan, they're like, oh, okay. They kind of – they're not so negative towards me. and they, Right. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, like I said, I'm still going to roll with this team regardless. They can lose every single game. I guess what? Uh, I'll be there every game. Yeah. And uh, it's fun. Like I said, at the end of the day, like I made the channel just because I live in Dallas. There's no Titan fans here. I can kind of kind of escape in my own channel where I can talk to Titan fans. And Straight up. some of them are – really biased or they freak out when you know i pick the other team like you can't pick against the other team like they, but it is what it is i'm gonna be honest and you know like i i said it before like well the colts might beat us and they're like what yeah. are you kidding me the call like, it is what it is the way the team's playing i'm not gonna yeah i'm a titans fan but i'm not gonna pick them to win every game it's not realistic yeah, straight up like, yeah 
some people, I mean, sometimes you lose followers. Sometimes you do that. And it is what it is. Like I said, I'm yeah. not going to be as real as possible. The only time I did, um, I went on, uh, when we played the Bills, uh, I knew we were going to lose. But, you know, what? I was like, you know what, I'm going to make this interesting. I, I went on uh, this guy named uh, Bills Fanatics, cool YouTuber. And um, I'm like, hey, I went on a show. I mean, Bill's Mafia was going nuts, roasted I me, and I loved it. It was kind of fun. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, let's make a bet. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, hey, if the Titans win, you got to jump through a table like Bill's Mafia. And if, hey, if we lose, I'll jump through a table. He's like, oh, I'll take that bet. Well, that was a shitty bet because <laughs> we got their ass whooped. And I was like, you know what? 10 in the morning, I had a, I had a, a – picnic table that was kind of dented you know right. my was messing with it earlier so i was like you know what took it out i filmed myself 10 in the morning i drank a whole beer like stone cold Steve austin slapped him and i jumped off from the ladder and i, I sent it to him and he posted it on on bill's mafia and to be honest with you they were <laughs> they were really impressed and like i said it, it's all fun and games but damn I didn't, I didn't expect the game to be like that either though destroyed us but it's all good that's awesome well i'm gonna flip phil, this. phil said he wants to do a bet like that with you too man that mr tight likes to bet i got kinds of bets he said he's down <laughs> with something on the more the more embarrassing the better is what i heard him say clapping titanium cheeks I love the name, dude. I love the name. Uh, so my my inverse to that question is same same category. You being in 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 Dallas right now, mm. how do they view the Washington Commanders? Oh, they take, them, they, they take them as for the most part that I've talked to. I have two friends that are from DC, um, and most of these Dallas fans are, are really cocky, and and they, yeah. they don't they don't think they only they only see the the Eagles as a threat. They only see right. the jump as a threat, and um, but for the most part, I mean that's that's their opinion. That's how they feel. Again, it's, yeah. it's it's a division, so I understand that it's a little bit more personal. But at the same time, yeah, for the most yeah. part, there are a lot of a lot of cocky Dallas fans. I have um, actually we don't play Dallas that much. I know we play them this year, but when they came down, it was like three or four years ago. Um, I went to the game. I don't know if you see it right there. There's a little Dallas thing right there. You see the yep, see the star. Towel? Yeah, so they gave those out when I went that Monday night, and we whooped their ass. And <laughs> I, I, I have that. That's the only Dallas thing. But it's an X, and I have the score of the Titans, and I put it down. Nice. So yeah. Every time my brother-in-laws come in, they see it, and that stays right there in that corner, man. That's what's up. If you get on another YouTube channel for Dallas preview this week, man, make sure you flash that on the screen. And I'm, lo I'm and, looking and, for them. I'm looking it up. Man, that's awesome. Hey, we're going to wind down here. Uh, we want to thank you for taking the time to come on command this. Man. We really appreciate you. I'm glad we could connect on Twitter. I'm looking sure. forward to coming on to your channel and giving it, returning the love, man. So just give everyone um, real quick, where can we, where can people watching the show live or on the replay, where can they find all your stuff at, man? Yeah. Uh, so you can go just Mr. Titan. Uh, if you go on Twitter, it's Mr. Underscore Titan Five. Same thing for, excuse me, for Instagram. It's Mr. Titan Five. Uh, pretty easy, uh, pretty easy to find too. Um, like you said, um, I, you can double check some of my interviews. Is where I'm probably most popular with, with having a lot of Titan players, and uh, I mean they have four, four other former players as well. 
Other than that, I have also kind of like a little segment called uh, Titan Caves. It's like MTV Cribs. It's a bunch of Titan stuff. It's kind of cool. People kind of show out, you know, their their man caves. And then so yeah, just double check and, you know, support, support, man. And I appreciate you guys having me on, man. It, this is like probably one of the, the the best times doing this is interacting with other fans and other yeah. YouTubers that do this. It's, it's cool because, I mean, we're all, we all support our teams regardless, you know. At the end of the day, we're just – right here you know supporting the team we love so cool. right and and the second on that man we always end our show with shout outs man you got any shout outs before we we close out uh shout outs okay um shout out to all the time fans that were in here uh bryce uh thank you thank you guys for showing up man i appreciate it again Titan nation titans are a small organization small you know fan base but i mean there's some loyal fans out there man so. well, there's a lot of them here Ooh. trust me i see a lot of them here because <laughs> they're right there man there's a little yeah, driver yeah, there yeah, yeah, i know yeah, yeah. <laughs> dev let's go I, to I, you man I, whenever i see the whole tighten up hoe i always get a little <laughs> <kick> <laughs> tighten up, ho. shout out dev go ahead oh man uh speaking of hoes um the have you seen the chris uh have you seen the kevin hart when he was on espn with that the, the the player whose name is uh, young, young ho, young fat. Ho. No, it's called fat young ho. No, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, you, you a fat ho or something like that, or it's hilarious. The but, Atlanta kicker, uh, young, young ho key or young. No, no, it's like no, not young, young ho, not, not ho young so fat. It's got uh, ho so fat or something like that. No. You fat ho, you fat ho. That's what it's called. You okay. fat hoes. I have not. I have to look it up. Yeah, it's hilarious. But anyways, man. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my girlfriend. Today's her birthday. Andrea. 40 years old. 40 years old. A hag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but <laughs> we're going to Tennessee and going to the, you know, the uh, festival for the Van Gogh Festival. And that should be fun. And also, same day, my son, Trey, happy birthday. Turned 19 today. So, you know, happy birthday to that guy. He is a Vikings fan, by the way. He, uh, mm. He's been down to Tennessee. We took him down there to watch a uh, Tennessee versus the Vikings a long time ago, man. He's a kid. Nice. He's got Kirk now. So, Phil, yeah. what you got? Uh, as always, shout out to my fan club on Twitter. Um, shout out to uh, everybody who kind of took it down a notch after Tuesday in our fan base. Um, it was dark times. <laughs> We all wanted to kill each other after the Dallas game for sure. But, uh, <laughs> shout out to everybody who, who who kept it to rational conversation. Uh, that would not include my fan club. Um, and shout out to me getting a negative COVID test yesterday. It's a cold. There you it's go. It's just a cold. I'll give a big shout out to Mr. Tight Man. Thank you for for it was funny the the connection story. I followed you on Twitter. I was getting ready to message you, and all of a sudden, bam! He messaged me, man. Let's collab. I was like, that's what's yeah. up, man. You had to get this dude. So appreciate you coming on, and uh, shout out to those who joined in: Aaron, Marcus, uh, clapping titanium cheeks, Fred Brown, Chris Blow, uh, Yam in Japan, who only popped in for a hot second, um, Jimmy Lee Patterson. Thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate you guys. Um, and we may or may not be in spaces for Sunday pregame, but there's all kinds of Washington Twitter spaces going on. So if we're not in one, you can always jump in one. And, and um, yep, the, the description, uh, excuse me, the link for uh, Mr. Titan's YouTube page is down in the description on YouTube. 
um, I posted it. It's in the comments. It's actually in the description. So um, if you need to go, if you need it, it's there. Uh, <laughs> go sub them up. Check it out. First thing that caught my eye was the Brian Arakper interview. So I watched it and I'm, to hear his Kermit voice. And he, you know, he liked his time in Washington, but he said Tennessee is home. So I was like, respect. I get it. It's hey, cool. He does sound like Kermit. I never realized that. He does. Straight up. Wow. He does our pregame intros now for the hype video before the games. Did you know that? He's doing he, 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 he is doing it for us now. Really? He is. Yeah, he, maybe he's a freelance. Uh, so he's a freelance guy now. Titans hero, man. <laughs> That's it. I'm about to go to Austin. I'm about to drive to Austin. We ain't friends. No hey, more. Money talks. Money talks. Uh, one, hey. more, one more shout out. Okay. Left hand up. What's that? I don't get it. Tighten oh, up. Come on, Steve, you seen the song? No. Oh, we commanders. Yeah, it, <laughs> there's a fan hype video they got made, and it's it's kind of going viral. And I'm not the biggest fan of it. Not for the best reasons. Yeah. Have you ever watched that video? Uh, do you, have you ever watched this thing uh, called BET Uncut, Mr. Titan, back in the day? No. All right. Well, they got go on YouTube, and there's this video called "It's So Cold in the D." You ever heard of that? No, it's, awesome. it's, it's the most it's the most craptacular video. It's so horrible, it's great, right? It's the snakes on a plane of oh, rap videos. What, what's it called? I can write it down. It's so cold in the D. It's about Detroit. Okay, like it's yeah, it's, an, think, it's a hood I, video. I, I, like you could you could use your Coleco Vision camera. You could have shot one with your Wii camera, and it would have been better. No, it can't you be any your, worse than the karate rap. Man, if you had a, they had your Texas instrument calculator and used that as a camera for eighth grade. By the way, by the way, screw elementary schools for making us buy that expensive ass piece of shit. It as must a have kid, been Kentucky, man. We did not Couldn't have make to buy those big ass Texas instruments calculators. Yeah, man. not till not till yeah. college, grabbed, or high school. I said grabbed like you was gonna ever use grabbing again. You had to as buy adult. one. Very expensive, man. Very expensive. expensive. I had the Man. cheap solar solar calculator <laughs> that, that barely worked, the single single joint. But Man, I've been uh, going Stephen Hawking if I had an iPhone back in fucking sixth grade. Oh, <laughs> you ain't lying. Shout you out to Stephen Hawking, by the way. Yeah, genius. All right, we shut it down. Mr. Titan, thanks for joining us, man. Um, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Peace. Thanks. And hey-oh. So I know. <laughs>